This is a show about being spooked for fun, and the hosts are not affiliated with the attractions discussed in any way, except for those skeletons in Devin's closet. Some topics might go from ghoulish to ghastly, so viewer discretion is advised. Welcome to The Great American Scream. Welcome to the Great American Scream. Devin is late. He's. I decided to start recording the podcast without him because I have all the information about this anyway. So why bother? So I'm just going to start, and then he shows up when he shows up, and he'll. I'll put. I think somebody's knocking on the door. Hello. Oh, hey, Adam. I'm sorry. I was late to the podcast that we record. Uh, in the studio with our uh, obviously swinging soundless door, I saw uh, the first line of our notes, which said, ice cream, you scream. And I was like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. So I had to stop at CVS and I grabbed uh, some of uh, my favorite ice cream flavors. Uh, so I was hoping that I'm just going to lay them all out here on the table in front of you. Um, we got some Rocky Road. We got some mint chocolate chip. We got some vanilla, like just some standard. I, I, I got think... my favorite, which is uh, don't say it. I know what you're gonna say uh, chocolate chip cookie dough, which oh, is the okay. best one. Oh, okay, that's not what I thought you were gonna um, say. And I also got pistachio. Pistachio, a controversial. B, you are correct. Cookie dough is the best ice cream flavor. Yes. C, I think you've misunderstood. What are you talking about? Um, I, as much as I would love to eat ice cream on this podcast with you, this. Our episode is not going to be about ice cream. It is about scream. Ah! ah, very good. Um, this episode is going to be about screamers. What am I going to do with all this ice cream? I don't now? Know, you're going to have to eat it before you finish the podcast, or else all it's right. going to melt. You have to. <laughs> there goes you have to finish part. all the ice cream before you finish your podcast. No podcast until you finish no your plate. All right. Um, all. We're gonna let the propeller spin, and then we're gonna come back when I've eaten all this ice cream. Oh God! Oh. Uh, was it worth it? No. <laughs> okay. Anyway, hi. So hi. I'm Devin um, Wright. Welcome, Devin. Thanks for showing up. Uh, we're gonna talk about screamers, and so screamers were a very large source of trauma for me throughout my childhood. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. My dad loved to scare me with them, and I was once scared by one by my sixth grade science teacher who put up a photo in front of the class. Mrs. Colangelo? We didn't have we the same didn't, we, didn't go to, we didn't go to uh, middle school together. I wish we did. But he put up a uh, picture on the smart board of a dining room and was like, does anyone find out what's wrong with this image? And then we all stared at it for a good minute. And then a scary lady popped up and screamed at us. <laughs> Why? Was it Halloween? No. Was it what day? What? What? This was just Tuesday. <laughs> I don't think this man was a certified teacher. He, he was legitimately one of my favorite teachers. Oh my God. Um, growing up. Mr. Nansen, if you're listening, hi. Uh, I appreciate you. <laughs> Mr. Nansen. Why did you scare my good Why friend? did you scare me in sixth grade? That's but so incredible. I still appreciate you. He was the one who showed me Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure for the first time. Oh my God. So I have to owe him he's, that. He's kind of the reason this podcast he's, exists. He's, Mr. Nansen is kind of the reason this podcast exists. We also watched the JFK assassination in this class. Oh my god! This was a science class. <laughs> what? That's a different podcast. Uh, this is a different podcast. Um, so, have you ever had any experience with screamers, Devin? 
That's have you ever a, been pranked by one? Hey, that's a funny sex question. But Ew. Uh, <laughs> um, yes, I don't have any specific things that like I don't have any lighthearted stories about like being spooked by a screamer because mm-hmm. I don't like scary stuff. I the second somebody was like, oh, but nobody ever pranked you with one. No, I don't oh. have friends. You had nice. You so you had good friends or no friends? Yeah, yeah, definitely the latter. I feel like I mean I've definitely watched stuff with jump scares, mm-hmm. but like. Yeah, and interestingly, like, screamers are basically just jump scares, mm. is, um, disclaimer also, I promise, we are not going to jump scare you in this episode. That's such a lame thing. I think thing. it's lame and dumb, and we're not going to jump scare you at any point. Yeah. I was, however, very afraid researching this, because I was afraid that websites were going to jump scare me. Yeah, it's definitely... I watch jump scare, like, screamer videos for research, and I turn all the sound off. That's very good. <laughs> uh, I'm glad that I'm not the one who does research for this podcast. That's the um, best decision we ever made. Yeah. So a screamer is basically, it's just a jump scare. And most modern horror movies and all haunted attractions are based around jump scares. We yes. would not have haunted attractions without jump scares. That's of what, course. that is a large, if not most of what makes haunted attractions scary is that things are popping out at you. Yeah. Um, so the screamer. It's the base level of scare. Of what, yes. You can make a haunted house that, like, the theming is not really creepy, but if people jump out at you, you're going to get scared. Oh, a blister. Oh, no. It's from all the ice cream. Yeah. It's your spoon blister. It's my spoon blister for sure. Um, so the screamer is a prank uh, where it's masqueraded as something else. So it's a cute video about puppies or a flash game or a picture, a spot the difference. There's a lot of different varieties of it. So there are a lot of popular images that are used in these jump scare, these uh, screamers. The most popular one is Reagan from The Exorcist. The the president. Ronald Reagan, yeah. Yeah. He he jumps out and he goes, trickle down, and you're like, ah! (laughs) It's a disproven theory. Yeah, um, the uh, Reagan who, a lot of the jump scares, if like when you see them parodied on TV and in more, corporate media cannot be used because her face is copyrighted from Hmm. the film. But then also there's one of like a lady who her, instead of her eyes, it's just black circles and she's like screaming. There's one of Jeff the killer, which is like another creepypasta who you've probably seen him. He's got like an all white face. I mean like really uh, wide eyes. Show me a Jeff. Yeah, I'm gonna show you a picture of our boy, Jeff the killer. Oh, You've seen this man before, yes? I thought I thought that was a pop culture reference. I mean, it is at this like, point. Like I don't know why. Anyway, um, they they make like morph suits of him at Party City, so I'd say he's gone mainstream. Yeah, um, he's sold out. Jeff the Killer, he's really he's just a shill at this point. He's sold out. Um, so they're actually end up getting used in advertising a lot, mostly right. for haunted attractions. Or for horror movies. Or horror movies, yes. Um, there was a big controversy. Um, do you remember the I Nun? I remember this, yes. It uh, came out earlier, l- late last year, like around Halloween last year is when The Nun came out. I guess. Out. It feels like it was way longer. Yeah, it feels like a long time ago, but I didn't happened. see it. Yeah. Um, but basically the ad that you would see on your mobile phone, it would bring up uh, the image of somebody increase, or turning down the volume on your smartphone, so you would instinctively go and turn it back up, and then the nun, oh, I, the nun would pop out and jump scare you. This is a different thing. Um, no, then, then there was another one on YouTube yes. where there were, as a jump scare in the YouTube, and a very scary one, and um, YouTube has a policy that, that you cannot include shock content in your ads because these ads would pop up before completely innocuous right. videos, not about horror, and you couldn't skip them. Yes. So the ad ended up getting taken down because it violated YouTube's ad policy. Right. But yeah. But if that person just uploaded the video, 
then that and would be fine. That would be fine. It was the know. fact that it was an ad that you couldn't skip. Yeah. The screamer trend kind of peaked in like the early to mid 2000s and has really died out since. It's it not... makes a lot of sense that in the advent of online video, mm -hmm. that kind of short form video content lends itself that if you want to make something scary, a screamer yeah. makes the most sense. Internet pranks in general have kind of died out in that way. They're Which not good. They're, yeah, I'm fine with that. They're not super popular content anymore, but they really were. Yeah. Um, so I decided to do a little bit of scientific research into oh, uh, into screamers and jump scares. And the reason that... So, okay, I want to make a note before we get into what? the meat of this podcast. Adam has made Should I black this, it out this again? outline. I'm just going to close the outline. Here, I blacked it out again. It's fine. Um, Adam has made an He makes an outline for every, every episode. And this one has like half of it blacked out. Like, because he doesn't want me to see it. I want you to guess. Okay. Okay, yeah. so um, the reason that screamers and jump scares get you and scare you is a, a response called the startle. Because they're scary. Because they're scary, and it, it conjures up a result called the startle response. So the startle response is an unconscious defensive response to sudden or threatening stimuli, uh -huh. such as a loud noise or sharp movement. So if I grab my water bottle and yeeted it at you right yeah. now, it would cause you to jump because you yes. didn't expect me doing that. You would say I'd be startled. Yes, yes. you would be startled. So um, it activates several different reflexes in you. So what do you think is the, the first part of your body to react when you are startled? My lightning fast wit. You're right. <laughs> you immediately, you immediately <laughs> counter it with a, with a fun joke. <laughs> with a good goof. My, uh... Think about, like, think about when you were startled or jump scared. What is the first thing that reacts in you? My, my judo chop. My hand. <laughs> your hand. You immediately go up to defend yourself. <sighs> That's a good guess, but it's actually your jaw is the first thing oh. to react. Because think about it. You gasp or you scream or you just inhale. And I'm ready to munch. And you're ready to munch whatever is coming at you. Yeah. Um, I, would, it takes, I would munch that water bottle. It, you'd, you'd chuck it at you me. You'd catch and my it mouth in your would, teeth like a dog. No, my mouth would unhinge like a snake and it'd disappear down the <laughs> gaping, my gaping maw. That's very scary. <laughs> um, it takes 14 milliseconds for your jaw to react to uh, you getting startled. Not me. Um, no, not you. Way faster. Way faster. Way like faster. Five four, milliseconds. Five milliseconds. Yeah. Followed by the eyes, then the head, the neck, the shoulders, and finally the legs. I don't know why. The head, the shoulders, then the, the knees, knees the, the toes. toes. I don't know why the legs react last, but yeah, maybe that's very it just. Odd. Yeah, it, it, I guess it goes in through your mouth hole and then travels downwards. Yeah, I don't even. There's definitely a. The goof spirit here. that is scaring you possesses you through the mouth and then travels out your feet. Yeah, like a good. Like, guys, we're um, recording this after we just recorded the last episode. So Adam's got me, like, on my toes. Yeah. We're just talking Devin's about the man still in the fields. I'm reeling after talking about the man in the fields. Because I'm. Because I'm you're attracted to I'm him. Horny. <laughs> we need to start being consistent about what we bleep on this podcast. And yeah. the first episode, we bleeped one S word no, we not the other three. one. Oh, did no uh, we left one in dag it's fine because <laughs> i definitely bleeped two you so. bleeped two but you left one in well it's sorry fine. gammy and nana it's I'm fine i'm sure are listening i'm sure are listening i'm to so our sorry that you had to hear me say the s word once and also talk about how i'm horny for the, <laughs> for the, the man fields. in the field you're not gonna get invited to nana's house anymore because you use a backyard you will be, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Are you asking me to complete the man in the field rituals at your Nana's house? How dare you? Because no. I'm not doing that. Nana has a lot of jars. Yeah. It'd be hard <laughs> to complete. As all Nanas do. Yeah. She has a lot of jars. The startle response can become causation for specific irrational phobias. So, for example, if as a child, have you ever seen Jaws? Of course. 
a motion picture, a film. Yeah, a um, masterpiece. If you were the one of the biggest scares in Jaws, there are two big ones. There's the one where Hopper or Hooper, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. is. Uh, um, I almost said skydiving. No, he's scuba diving mm-hmm. and Rocky um, Mountain climbing. Rocky Mountain <laughs> climbing, and um, he's like investigating the shipwreck, and yes. the corpse suddenly Slips, comes into yeah. frame, and it's very scary. And the other one is when it's right before you're going to need a bigger boat when he's shoveling Chum into the water, and the shark, shark pops out. Yeah. So if that scared you as a small child, if it like really scared you, that could elicit thalacophobia or a fear of sharks. Oh, so okay, I understand. Mm-hmm. You're saying that it could be. It can be an instigator of of phobias. phobia. Got yes. It. Okay. So if something jump scared you as a or an area. So for example, if you got jump scared on a certain website as a child, you it could prevent you from visiting that website in the future. Right. And that, that in some just, cases, this makes a lot of sense. Yes. I mean, and that's like a, just a human thing. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. It's completely rational. It's a, um, yeah. But people with anxiety, PTSD, or a genetic disorder called hyperacle. Hyperplexia? Hyperplexia, yes. Mm -hmm. Or any other kinds of trauma um, may experience what's known as as an exaggerated startle response, which means a small thing. So me touching your leg when you didn't expect it could elicit the same response response as as a jump scare. Yes. Um, And that can elicit panic attacks. So be Mm. careful if you choose to jump scare people or do jump scare pranks or do screamer pranks, be careful who you do it to. Don't do it to me. Don't do it to Devin. Don't do it to me either, quite frankly, even though I willingly go into haunted houses. And I try to explain this to people. I'm going into a haunted house knowing I'm going to get jump scared. Yes. Exactly. That's why at Universal, I don't like the queue for Kong because there are scare actors in that queue. And I'm not going on Kong to get jump scared. I'm going to go on Kong to see that big handsome monkey. (laughs) I'm not going to get jump scared. I'm going to Halloween Horror Nights to get jump scared and to see those handsome vampires. But I'm not going on Are Kong to get... Are you saying that Kong in normal times has jump scare actors? Yes, during the regular operating day, the queue has characters. Well, Press. I've just struck Kong from my list no, of theme park you rides. Can, you can ask to bypass yeah, I don't them. want them to know that I'm a wimp. You can ask to bypass the characters and they will accommodate you. Yeah. Uh, in a way that works Incredible. Best. So uh, there are a lot of common trends with screamers and kind of things to look out for if you're worried you're going to get scared by a screamer. So usually a screamer is going to have very quiet audio or tiny text causing you to either turn up the volume or bring the video to full screen to read it. If you start a video that you don't know about and it's got like turn up your volume, like it's probably a jump scare or it's ASMR or it's an ASMR so jump is, scare, is which is thing. not good. This is the thing that occurred to me and my mm. evil self. Yeah. That this is, that ASMR videos are, that, that's fertile ground for scare tactics. I mean, it is fertile ground for scare tactics, but I feel like people who do ASMR are way too dedicated to the craft to... To the artist. Because then there are also people who do mid-roll ads in the middle of ASMR videos. Which is which kind is of the same thing. Horrible. Yeah, it could be going from, all right, and I am, I'm stroking the small wooden thing with my acrylic nails. That's my ASMR response is nails on wood. Anyway, Ooh. and I'm stroking the thing. And new on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. it's very bad. <laughs> yeah. Also, a lot of them are kind of sort of like, find what's wrong with this picture, whereas Waldo or any other optical illusions requiring Not you, Waldo. Yeah, uh, completely soiling the good name of Waldo. Um, and then also, a recent trend has been compilation videos of people reacting to screamers, then becoming screamers, which I think is a dick move. Yeah, for sure. Like, I, again, I'm not a person who likes scary things, but I love watching, like, people playing horror games or mm-hmm. playing, doing scream, like, 
That's yeah. the kind of content I'm into. So if it would turn that into a scream tactic, I don't like that. Yeah, exactly. So um, we're going to talk about a couple of famous uh, screamers that you may have seen or heard about. For the sure. most famous one and the one that everyone probably knows is the Maze Game. It's a Flash game. It's arguably the most famous screamer, and it was first posted online all the way back in 2004. 15 years ago. 15 whole years ago is wow. when. Happy 15th anniversary to the Maze Game. It was created by uh, Jeremy Winteroud, who also create a bunch of other screamers, but none quite so famous as the maze game. So it kind of frames itself as a maze game with three levels that get harder as you continue, mm -hmm. making the player concentrate more. And at the very end of the third level to get to the ending of it, it's like a very narrow one pixel pathway. Yeah. So you have to be careful that you don't hit the wall. Yeah. And right before you finish it, a picture of Reagan from The Exorcist pops up with a very loud scream. Okay. So it became, it completely went viral because people's videos of people reacting to it. Yes. Got super famous. They were on America's Funniest Home Videos. Oh, with my good friend Tom Bergeron. Tom Bergeron, exactly. So you can thank Tom Bergeron for the... Thanks, Tom Bergeron. I loved when you were on Unwrapped. <laughs> that was Tom Bergeron. Yes, it was. That was Mark Summers. Oh, and Mark Summers did Double Dare. Yes, Mark Summers did okay. Double Dare. I, that's where my, ri why, my I mean, wires I they're similar men. What else did Tom Bergeron do? Um, uh, Dancing with the Stars. That's the, thank you. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, and more about my knowledge of the ABC Food Network right. lineup. And a lot of the funny, like, funny air quote videos of this, people reacting to this are kids, which yeah. I don't like. That's not nice. Because then the kids are crying, yeah, and then they can't like trust the parent, their parents. Yeah, the parents who are usually the one filming. Yeah, and then, like, that elicits a mistrust yeah. in your child. Um, so, also another, that was not the first uh, screamer posted on the internet. Uh, the so first, tell me what the first one was. It was called Kiaka, Ki Kikia. 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 Yeah. Um, it was posted in 2002, and it was a little flash animation of like a little guy sitting on a hill and like some nice music. Um, and then uh, a scary ghost face appears, and, and this scary ghost face it's from Fatal Frame. It's from Fatal Frame. That's incredible. It is the enemy ghost face. Fatal Frame, for those who don't know, is it? It's now a video game. And there's another Flash one that's called Subliminal Music and Images. It is said to be the scariest screamer on the internet. I had to subject myself to it for research. Um, it starts off with like a video talking about subliminal messages. They're not talking about them, it's like a GIF, so um, it's just showing you sort of like, it's like a picture of ice and then mm. it traces out. You can see the word sex in the ice. And then mm. um, there's one that plays music and then there's a loud scream and you see um, Pazuzu from The Exorcist. There is a picture of an actual dead woman from a shock website. Okay. There's a picture of a baby with harlequinichiosis. Um, and then the, uh, an actual picture of an unwrapped mummy all in succession. See, that seems fun though. The unwrapped mummy. Some just scientific stuff at the end. I mean, what does an unwrapped mummy look like? I'm going to look that up right now. Okay. Keep talking. Okay. Um, so then there were... Uh, those are kind of cover the most famous Mummies Flash games. Were, that was my favorite episode on Unwrapped. Was Mummy. <laughs> <laughs> you dumb idiot. It's just a dude. Hey, y'all. It's so scary. Unwrapped mummy is just a dude. Sure. Anyway. So we'll talk about some videos of famous screamers. Now, one of the most famous video screamers are the Kefi coffee commercials. You've probably seen one of these before. I showed Devin yeah, the most I famous like one these. like a week ago. Um, so it's a German caffeine slash energy drink company like Red Bull or those Starbucks, Triple Shot, whatever you Monster, get in the can. Or, or Monster Amp, or Monster. Or Four Loco. I think with... you, did you make one of those up? Is Amp a real one? Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> like, I think you made one of those up. Nah. Four Loco without the alcohol. What's another one? Uh, Mountain Dew, but with energy. There are other ones. 
But so they released nine 20 second ads in 2005. Really ahead of it. Really yeah. ahead of the curve. Yeah. Um, so you've probably seen the one with the car. It's a, it's a car with very peaceful, like woodwind music, just driving through some hills. And then like 18 seconds in, uh, the, it is interrupted with a very loud scream and a zombie man that pops in front of the screen. Yes, and I must say that I love this because it's not the kind of thing where like the whole screen changes mm -hmm. and like it really like freaks you. Mm -hmm. I like no, it. No, he interrupts the space. Right. Yeah, he enters the he space. He enters the space. It's kind of, uh, for those of you who know about those scary video games, which is definitely be a Devin-led episode mm -hmm. of this podcast. The Five Nights at Freddy's games are very good at doing jump scares, and they're very good games in general, which is a, a hot take by me. Uh, and the fourth, the third one is uh, the jump scares are considered to be the worst because the guy just kind of slinks into frame. Yes, I have seen, kills you. yeah. And that's kind of what this this video feels like. It isn't as stark as a lot of the other ones. So yeah. I'm, I'm a fan. The, it's either the zombie or there's another one where like there's a woman doing yoga or a couple on a beach about to kiss. And then it's either the zombie popping up or this like Nosferatu gargoyle demon man. Nosferatu. Nosferatu. Um, and then the slogan pops up after it says, "You've in German, you've never felt more awake or ever been so wide awake or in one. Now change your underwear and get back to work. Which I think is what the man in the field says to you when you ask when, about the scarecrows or the crows. Um, the ads were met with a lot of controversy because people thought it was inappropriate to air on regular primetime television. I don't understand why they would ever say that. <laughs> um, some say that there was a warning message that started airing before the ads, but I couldn't find mm. one that had a warning message. Um, they also had radio ads that which I think what? is dangerous because like when you're driving and something screams at you, like that's no good. I st that's a lot. Um, um, then so then after the words, they released these like light caffeine beverages and did light versions of the commercials. That's so Which funny. were the same commercials and instead of the zombie or the gargoyle, there was one where a man in a bear costume would pop up <laughs> like a teddy bear. He would go boo. Or um, there was one guy who had like a monkey mask on and like antenna, but you could see his antenna in the frame before he popped out. And it's then there was so one good. with just one effeminate man that popped up and went boo, and like that was it. It's very odd. <laughs> oh and then the slogan God. was now with us caffeine. You have to be careful with, this is a stupid joke, we have to preface this with the fact that we are both gay men. Mm -hmm. You gotta be careful with jump scares that include gay men, because that, that could be causation for a For, a, for homophobia. For homophobia. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe, that's, maybe that's the key. Yeah. Um, so, speaking of video games. I didn't even know this was in this. Yeah, it was in this. Um, the, these aren't so much screamers, because a lot of time you're expecting it, but they have been used a lot in video games like Five Nights at Freddy's, uh, Baldi's Basics, Bendy and the Ink Machine. There's jump scares in Bendy and the Ink Machine? Yeah, there's Is jump scares. Is it a scares. horror game? Yeah. What? Have you ever played Bending the Ink Machine? It's a great game. No, I've just seen a lot of like good fan art about it. It's an it. excellent game. There is a horror it. game. This actually started, we need to go back to the OG mm -hmm. jump scare video game, which you could make an argument is like a Resident Evil and all of those, mm -hmm. which have always been around, but Slender Man. Yes, Slender, Slender. Specifically. That's uh, more of a true screamer because right. of just the nature of how the jump scare is set up. Yes, because the thing about Slender Man is that uh, he only uh, he can follow you and you mm -hmm. can't look at him and if you look at him too long the uh, screen becomes static and then it's just his face like five times yeah. with like a loud scream. Yeah, that's more of a um, traditional screamer than Five or Nights. Or something like Five Nights at Freddy's which has jump scares that you are expecting but they do mm -hmm. like jump yeah. up very and make really loud noises as opposed to something Resident Evil where you're like fighting against Yeah, it's just them. scary Yeah, the reason why screamers work in video games is because often you don't have the power to change anything, mm -hmm. which is the whole reason we play video games. But anyway. Um, and that's what makes a lot of these games so streamable. 
because right. seeing your favorite gamer's reaction yes. to these jump scares is often fun. Yeah, and it also seems like a, a logical evolution from <laughs> scaring yourself with internet videos to watching other people get scared yeah. through internet videos. Um, so another interesting one that I found, this is not a video game, this is actually a software. Um, it's called Nightmare and it was released in 1990. So like this is pre-YouTube, this is barely computers. I like this a lot. Um, so it's a kind of scareware, and scareware is just a form of malware that's used to cause anxiety or panic, usually to scam somebody into downloading unnecessary software. So those pop-ups that are like, your computer, we've detected right. 47 viruses, or you got spyware, blah, blah, blah. Um, that's kind of the lower end of this. Yes, that's what most of scareware is. Right. Like when you say scareware, this is usually what you mean, but sometimes they're used for pranks. So this program called Nightware, it was, or Nightmare, pardon me. It was distributed on fish disk uh -huh. for the Amiga computer. Yeah. I don't know what any of those words mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was developed by a programmer called Patrick Evans. Um, it was completely free to distribute and download. I think you can still download it if you have the appropriate computer, yeah. which I guarantee nobody on the planet does. Um, a, f a fish disk. Fish disks were just, it was a disk of free software given out by this guy, Fred Fish, who is a- <laughs> Mr. Fish. Yeah. So the program runs in the background of whatever you're doing, and then every five minutes, um, the screen will change for four-fifths of a second to an image of a skull with a bloody, bullet, a bloody bullet hole in it and a loud shriek. Which doesn't make any sense, because skeletons don't have blood. Exactly. But it would only change for four-fifths of a second, and then it would resume what it was doing, and it runs every five minutes. You're, you're blowing my mind. The next thing, read the next thing. So this is similar to what the video game Doki Doki Literature Club does, although they don't use it for a jump scare. What do you mean? So have you ever played Doki Doki no. Literature Club? So great game, by the way, very frightening. Um, Doki Doki That's Literature Club. Game? Yes. What? I thought it was a game about anime. Maybe I need to run the episode on I horror know, games. Right? Um, so no Doki Doki Literature Club, I won't spoil it for you, but part of the horror aspect is that it goes into your files and creates files in your computer. Well, that's super neat. Um, I, I highly about, recommend, like, if not playing it, just watching like Markiplier or whoever play it. Um, it's super interesting. It's very sad. Although content warning, if you do play it or watch it for some self-harm and suicide references yes. and general horror and violence. Yeah. I want to talk about video games like Limbo and Inside the follow-up or yeah, Little yeah, Nightmares yeah, yeah. or, yeah. Um, so a couple things I want to talk about with jump scares, especially with uh, modern horror movies, jump scares kind of get this reputation of being very lazy horror. Yeah. Like it's a very, because no matter what, it's going to scare you. And like, it doesn't really go through the art of what makes something scary. It relies on the startle. They do effectively, like my argument for jump scares is like, they're, sure, they're not a horror movie or horror content shouldn't be entirely based around jump scares or screamers, but... They're a useful technique. Yes, they do effectively scare you and they create a sense of mis- Trust, trust yeah. and unease throughout the rest of whatever you're watching, the video or the, the movie, the video game. Yeah. Um, and then there's also something to talk about with media that's created exclusively for trolling. So like the guy we talked about earlier who created the maze game, uh, Patrick, uh, Jeremy Winteroud, yeah. he, what he did was he just made screamers yeah. for free uh -huh. and distributed them on the internet. Yes, um, which I would argue is better than making people pay for them. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think that's super interesting that there are some people that create this media exclusively to scare people. And like um, the guy who did 
this nightmare. What did I say his name was? Patrick Evans. He create. He spent time creating this software in 1990, which was a hard time for computers. Yeah. Just to scare people, which I think is super interesting that people are making this media exclusively to troll people. Yeah. I mean, ultimately. Yeah. I mean, that's the interesting thing, right? Like, I, I think. We, as people, have the urge to seek that kind of stuff out because mm -hmm. it is uh, scary without being harmful, mm -hmm. which I think is very appealing to people, um, especially uh, people with enough privilege to not experience that kind of scariness associated with any mm -hmm. uh, actual harm. And it makes a lot of sense when we're talking about it from a movie perspective, because if yes. you make that thing, then you can make money off of that thing. Yeah. But to give it to Fred Fish to distribute on the fish disc doesn't make as much sense. It's, it's very, yeah, it's very, very interesting. Um, and then that brings to the bottom line of like, are screamers a good prank? No. You don't think so, And why let not? me tell you why. The ultimate prank is pie in the face. And <laughs> test by the test of time yeah, has held up. Yeah, I'll tell you why. And in every single way, it's better than a screamer. You got the surprise. Mm -hmm. You've got the, the startle response for sure. Because when I see a pie coming in my face, it what's the first startled. thing? What's the thing that first thing that reacts? My jaw, because I'm ready to eat that <laughs> pie up. That pie. You get a snack at the end. And you get a snack at the end. Literally, pie in the face, predecessor of the screamer, and better in every way. I suppose. Yes. Yeah, I am not a fan of screamers as pranks. I think they're interesting as a concept. And yeah. I think the Kfi as a tool. I, I think. think the Kfi coffee commercials are genius. Like that's <laughs> so funny, and it's so evil. It's so needlessly evil of that company to do. Yes, but it is. But it made them go viral. Right, and it also didn't do any actual harm. Is yes. is the idea right? Mm -hmm. um, I think that comes into a lot of you. You can wade into troubling waters there mm -hmm. as somebody who is intimately familiar with all kinds of traumatic stress disorders and, mm -hmm. and anxiety disorders, saying something like screamers don't hurt anyone yeah. can be untrue, but mm -hmm. I think for the most part, are, they're pretty innocent. There is the worry that, for especially for those commercials, that what if they aired in front of somebody who had an exaggerated startle response for some yes. reason, or had PTSD. What if it happened in front of a ding-dang old lady and she Of an she old lady died. who had a heart attack, exactly. And yeah. that, there were like claims about these commercials that people had heart attacks. Nothing's ever actually but confirmed. But they looked into it, and actually the people who made Monster Energy Drink were behind it, and it turned out it was just... <laughs> it was a smear campaign. Yeah, it was a smear campaign. I think if you're Bottoms gonna... up, and the devil laughs. <laughs> Speaking of horror, Speaking of horror content, everybody needs to look up that YouTube video where that lady, that lady talks about why monster energy drinks are unchristian. Yeah. I think um, if you're going to prank somebody with a screamer, just make sure you know who you're doing it to. Yes. And know that they're probably going to get you back. And if you think, hey, I should prank this person with mm -hmm. a screamer, they don't have anything that would make it uh, harmful to them. Yes. Maybe think, there's a better alternative to this, and give them a pie, pie in the, the face. <laughs> also, be creative. Make your own screamers. These yes. are tried and true. We've done these. Make a new one. We need to talk about the best form of jump scare ever, which is, I think, only possible because we have had jump scares throughout recent media history, mm -hmm. which has allowed a kind of evolution of jump scare, is within the My Brother, My Brother and Me TV show, which is the best this is, TV show this ever. Marvin created. and Van Plug, um, our inspiration for podcasting in the first Yeah, we're going to give a shout out to a little known to, to podcast. We want to uh, we want to give this little this small show a little bump. Go check uh, them out. Go check my brother and my brother and me out. No, but uh, they they have a thing about uh, 
an episode about ghosts. Mm -hmm. And uh, Justin McElroy has the jump scares, which are not actually jump scares. Mm -hmm. Some of them are, but like- One of them got me. Are just him like in a cape going like, jump Jump scare, scare, which I, I do think, I think we've gotten to the point with jump scares where they can be, we can make them funny. Yes. Yeah. Find some new techniques, create your own jump, create your own jump scares, send them to us, we will review them. Absolutely. <laughs> but if you can't do that, if you're not creative enough, go for a pie in the face. Yeah, or pie somebody in the face and send us the video. Yes. Or travel to us and pie. Come to our inevitable us. live show. And yeah, pie and pie us in the face. face. That's gonna come oh, back to haunt that's us. that's actually, yeah. <laughs> that's gonna that's be bad. for sure. I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it for Screamers. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to episode four of uh, The Great American Scream. Uh, if you liked this episode, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes and rate and review us and, or wherever you get your podcast, and most importantly, uh, tell a friend about the podcast who you think would enjoy it because that's the best way to spread the word. You wanna plug our Twitter and Facebook? Yes, you can find us on Twitter at Great Scream Pod for like episode updates and whenever we post new stuff. You can also find us on Facebook at uh, forward slash Great Scream Pod or just search The Great American Scream, we'll come up. Uh, or you can visit www.thegreatamericanscream.com. Absolutely, and uh, just a special thank you to Michael Segudo for giving us the intro. We didn't do that on the last episode. Yeah. I think that's it. Check back next week for another great episode. And uh, until then, I've been Devin. I've been Adam. And hopefully you been have been spooked. spooked. <laughs>